listening to Sugar House Sound. The Utah Local Music Podcast Series is brought to you with the help of SNS Presents and Kilby Court, Salt Lake's longest-running all-ages concert venue. See their full calendar of upcoming touring and local artists at kilbycourt.com and theurbanloungeslc.com. Hello, my name is Micah Pinner, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Utah Local Music Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking with Indigo Plateau, an indie dream pop band based out of Salt Lake City. Their debut live performance will be at Kilby Court, April 19th at 7 p.m. We started by asking them how the band came about. I'm Evan. I am Michael. I'm Ian. My name's Andres. All right, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, so we're here with Indigo Plateau, and we are just wondering what what would you guys consider your sound genre? Well, um, uh, I think we're trying to forge a way into a, a unique sound, but I'd say the the sounds we take influence from are uh, post punk and dream pop. And uh, we've kind of taken to calling that dream punk. There's like, would you maybe even say like a noise element to it? Yeah, I'd say there's there's some noise in there. Also kind of like, like even a little bit of like art rock kind of um, stuff in there as well. Um, for those of us, myself included, who don't know what dream pop is, would you elaborate on that? Ethereal, but like catchy um, stuff. It's really reverby, usually yeah, based off like kind of catchy pop chord progressions, and it's uh, I believe dream pop originally was like you write really sad things, but to really happy tunes and like make the tones very sad, and uh, that's kind of to me what dream pop is. The the genre of dream pop has kind of a almost like a lazy connotation to it sometimes, but I feel like. Our style is, it's, it's very dancey, <clears throat> I guess. Um, so we have some very aggressive songs that kind of blend well with the, the concept of dream pop. And I don't know if I'm, I have authority to say that. I've only been in this band for like a week. Yeah, no, definitely. I would agree with that. Yeah, Spot on. Yeah, I think we try to go for like, sort of like washed out and like atmospheric, but at the same time, like with a lot of energy. Yeah, it'll definitely soothe you, but it'll keep you. It'll soothe you, but it'll definitely keep you going with the tempo, like a fierce tap of the foot. Absolutely. Great, thanks. Um, and so, like, what process do you guys go through to write or compose your music? Um, so usually, like, the way it kind of works for us, um, usually, like, I will come with some stuff maybe that like I've come up with, just like a couple chords and maybe like a little guitar riff. Um, and then sort of like present and then we will we will like base it off of uh, and, and expand on those ideas sometimes like um, there have been times where like Mikey will just come up with like just like a little um, just like a little riff and we just go with it and like some of some of our the favorite stuff we've done has just been like in practice like one of us will come up with like this just sort of um, kind of simple but cool like uh, just line or whatever and, and then we just sort of build off of that so it's I guess there's kind of like two ways that we've come up with our songs if i don't know if you guys agree with that yeah i definitely agree um i'd say 
Evan for sure is uh, the main songwriter. Um, Evan usually brings uh, the ideas and the chord progressions, and uh, but we all have freedom within our part to uh, write write something that speaks to us. Um, and I'd say usually Evan brings brings the broad ideas. And uh, I don't know if this is true. I feel like sometimes I help give them a little bit of shape and like put them in order. And uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like something I actually really enjoy that we do is, um, especially between like Michael and I, is like collaboration on lyrics. I feel like we do really well. Like we kind of pick up on like what the other person is is uh, like putting out lyrically because we both we both work on lyrics, and and so like I've just enjoyed. Michael has like a way of interpreting like what I write, and then I have a way of kind of interpreting what Michael writes, and so it just sort of like goes from there. So it's definitely really interesting to see how you can see. Each, like a bit of each one of us whenever we bring something to the table originally so for instance if one of us has like a base so, you know an idea for like a baseline whether it comes from me or if it comes from Evan or Michael or if one of us has like a tone of a guitar tone or or like a, a phrase or a part that we think would fit well into our sound then we'll just bring it to the table and it's really interesting to see how our like ourselves our personalities come through what we actually bring alright sweet thank you um, <clears throat> what music do you guys listen to um, for inspiration or like your favorite artists? Yeah, we were actually just talking about this like a minute ago. Um, for me, so like the band that like got me into music um, and like made me want to play music um, was Interpol. And so like that's definitely kind of where like our post-punk side comes from. Um, at least for me, like a lot of my guitar stuff kind of like... Uh, I, I almost consider that band as like the band that like taught me how to play guitar because it is from like learning their um, songs and stuff. Uh, that's that's a big influence for me. Also, like Deer Hunter, um, I I enjoy and kind of like their some of their sounds. Yeah. Uh, second, everything Evan says. Uh, when I actually met Evan, he got me very into Interpol. I'd heard them before, but I uh, hadn't really delved into their music deeply and. Uh, yeah, they definitely, Interpol was the band that taught me that music is not just uh, for listening. You can also, like, play it and interpret it and really sit and listen to a song over and over again and analyze all the different parts of it. Um, yeah, Deer Hunter, I would say, inspires a lot of the noise. And um, I would say, for me personally, on guitar, uh, guitar guitarists that I really love are... Uh, I love uh, the tones uh, Beach House has on their on their lead, like with the slide guitar, um, and uh, a band called Woo Life. Uh, I really enjoy their reverb. They they inspire uh, the reverb side of things. Um, for me, as a, as a drummer, I always like to think of new ways to think outside the box, because sometimes it can be very easy just to kind of get in a slump and feel like you need to play the same beat over and over again, but for me lately, I've been listening to a lot of kind of new wave and post-punk artists. Um, for example, The Clash, let's say post-70s or late 70s, early 80s. Um, one of my favorite drummers is Nick Heaton or Topper Heaton, um, just because he's, he's an excellent post-punk drummer, but he also knows how to incorporate, um, kind of knows how to spice it up a little bit and, and um, 
incorporate some beats that you wouldn't expect. Um, so he's good. I was also listening to the Devo record today, and um, the drumming for, for Devo is phenomenal. So bands like that really inspire me to, to kind of do rhythms and, and think outside the box and kind of move out of the norm. And it's kind of scary to do that in music, but it's, it's totally worth it for me. I think similar to drums, um, the bass usually gets pushed aside to one of those things where it just lays out a, a bass line that's, you know, monotonous and then moves up a scale or moves down some notes. So what I, where I draw, where I like to draw my inspiration, what I have been trying to incorporate into the bass recently is stuff that could be um, maybe more like atmospheric or something untraditional that you were hear on the bass, whether it be like, I don't know, using harmonics or playing really high up on the neck, um, really anything that if like guitars are going at it pretty quickly or pretty fast or it's an aggressive song taking it a notch back down on the bass could actually push the bass's sound push the noise of the bass further past that and it actually creates like something that i can really relax with and that's that appeals to me emotionally i think whenever i hear a song that's fast paced but then you can hear that bass in the back with a little fuzz just kind of keeping it calm just chugging along i think that's something that i've been trying to work around i guess inspiration for me would be this band called uh, small league sink ships um so how do you guys like prepare for shows and your upcoming show if you want to like make a plug for that um so we we have our debut show um at kilby court it is on it is april 19th um at seven o'clock uh it's so like i said it's going to be our first show um as indigo plateau um which like we are really really excited about uh we're playing with soft blonde they're, they're really fantastic, and also uh, the Artificial Flower Company, and they're great. Um, so it should be a really good show. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy Indigo Plateau's music as much as we do. You can listen to more of their music on Bandcamp or come to their show at Kilby Court on April 19th.